Well, hey guys, welcome to the Norton Young Adult Podcast. Today, Ethan and I are starting our discussion on what it means to be an apprentice of Jesus. Excited for you guys to check it out. All right, so we're jumping back into this, Garrett, back into the conversations. Yeah. The podcast. We took a little break there. Yeah. COVID's been fun this past year. Yeah. To say the... To not say anything. It's not been fun at all. It's, it's been terrible. <laughs> it's had moments, but, you know. Yeah, it has had moments of good in 2020. And, 100%. And, but uh, not all, not mainly. It's not the, it's not been the best. It, it really hasn't. It really hasn't. <laughs> but it's been fun uh, yeah. in the sense of ministry-wise, just being able to shake things up, do things yeah. different. Um, we're getting used to change a lot. Amen. Like, we're getting used to a lot of change. But so... Uh, running into this new year, running mm-hmm. into this, uh, kind of coming back from a little break of the yeah. podcast, here's my hope. Um, none, so we started these Know It workshops, yeah. and I don't know if you guys knew about this or not, but none of you signed up for my workshop. Took it really personally. <laughs> no, it's really okay. I get it. You guys are busy, living busy lives, yeah. and I wanted to, I thought it'd be fun to kind of come at this year um, with a little bit of what I'm teaching in the mm-hmm. workshop uh, to just dialogue more about it. Because yeah. not is it so key to following Jesus, mm-hmm. um, but it's so key to leadership and especially leading in a church. Oh, like 100%. We should probably be good at following Jesus, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we're going to jump in, and here, here's kind of the hope is the next four weeks, uh, we're going to talk through and kind of what an apprenticeship to Jesus looks like. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk through some of the disciplines and, yeah. and how those flesh out. We're not going to hit them all. Yeah, uh, There's way too many, but we're going to hit yeah. a couple uh, that I think are, are super critical and super good. So let's... Uh, it might feel a little clunky. It might feel a little different. Hey, that's what we're here for. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll if you are. You know, we're, we're going to have some fun with it, but <laughs> we're going we're gonna to make it awesome. So Yeah. So here we go. Um, when I think through discipleship, uh, the Greek word for disciple, if you want to think of it this way, uh, you can forget it. Sounds like a lot like Dan. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mathetus, I think is how you pronounce Mathetus? it. Mathetus? Mathetus. It okay. means like a follower, like a believer, student, pupil, learner, schoolboy mm. is my favorite. Yeah. Or absolutely my personal favorite is apprentice. Yeah. Right? It means apprentice to Jesus. And, and mm. uh, as I was studying a lot, um, you pulled up a passage uh, yeah. for this. I pulled up a passage. So I'll read Mark's version of it, and then maybe you'll read... For sure. Matthew's version of it, yeah. but as we look at the Gospels, uh, Mark 8 says this, uh, in verse 34, he says, uh, Then he called the crowd to him, him being Jesus, and along with him his disciples, and said, "That." so let's stop there first. Like, that's mm. fascinating to me. Yeah. If you were here with the Way of Change series, if you weren't, go back and listen to it. But, yeah. like, the crowd, there's always this distinction. I'm doing a study right now through all the Gospels and mm-hmm. looking through the difference between the crowd and the disciples of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Like, always a distinction when he calls them. Yeah. Fascinating. So then he called the mm. crowd to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up the cross, and follow me. Yeah. So let's look at what's Matthew said. Yeah. So Matthew... Um, says something, I mean, the beauty of it is that there's not too much 
discrepancy. Yeah. He, he, he basically kind of looks at it um, in the same way where Jesus uh, told his disciples, this is Matthew 16, by the way, verse 24. Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Yeah, I think I think this is such a fascinating passage, fascinating concept, because why would you lose yourself to find yourself? Like, it doesn't yeah. make much sense. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we've done a good job at explaining it uh, in the church, but right. maybe, maybe what I'd love to do is talk through this. Uh, let's talk through what it would look like to be a disciple back in the day of anybody. Like, mm. disciple was not something that Jesus came up with. It wasn't this new concept. Yeah. But rather, like, Greek philosophers like Plato, Aristotle, Socrates yeah. would have had disciples, right? Mm-hmm. And in Jewish, we would have known them as the rabbis and their disciples. Yeah. Right? And rabbi, literally, the translation of that means great one, mm. which... I think is awesome. Yeah. I'd love to be called rabbi. Yeah. Great one. Good luck. But. I know. It's like it's like my master. It's like Star Wars master Jedi yeah. type feel. Yeah. I really wanted to name my workshop uh, This Is The Way. This, uh. Or like, <laughs> this so you're way. a pad one of Jesus. Oh, yeah. But I don't think anybody would have got it. So no, I would have. You, you would have. Yeah. I would have tried to win. Yeah. Maybe more people... That's why you should have advertised it. it. I would have joined your workshop if you would have <laughs> if advertised it. it was Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars like that. Oh, gosh. But if we think about a rabbi, uh, a 14, 15-year-old boy would mm-hmm. come out of, like, Jewish schooling. Yeah. And they would have, like, memorized the Torah, which would have been the mm-hmm. first, like, five books of the Bible. Yeah. They would have had their Old Testament, like, down pat. Yeah. The stories, the law, mm-hmm. all the different things. They would have gone through this rigorous process. Mm-hmm. And then a rabbi would kind of come in the room with all these schoolboys and yeah. do, like, this intense interview with them mm. uh, to a point where they just exhaust a list of questions at these 15, 14, 15-year-old 15 boys. Yeah. And then eventually, uh, once they were kind of satisfied, the rabbi, they, they say, all right, son, come along with me. Let's let's go. Mm-hmm. And 15 year 14-year-old boy would go along, and he would be now his disciple or mm-hmm. apprentice, right? And there was four things that he was in charge of doing as a disciple or an apprentice of a rabbi. The first thing that he was in charge of was being with his rabbi. Right. That was the very first thing. Yeah. Be with your rabbi. So you, during eating, sleeping, waking, walking, yep. family events, which I think would be very fascinating. That would be interesting. Like imagine sure. that during 2020. Yeah. I show up to your family and all the political things that are happening. I'm like watching how you handle all of what's happening. But yeah. you would be with your rabbi no yeah. matter what. That, that's actually funny you bring that up. That reminds me of, I, I always quote this. I don't know where I first heard it, um, but I love it. I think it was a teacher of mine from high school who mentioned this idea of um, to be covered in the dust of your rabbi. Yeah. I love that saying. And it sounds weird to mm-hmm. be covered in the dust of your rabbi, but like what you're talking about here is like, you know, Every waking moment, you have the ability to be with your rabbi. You are there so that, like, you follow their footsteps so that, like, with each, like, you know, time they pick up their feet, you're covered in a little bit more of their dust as they walk because you are that close behind them. You're following them every step of the way. Which sounds super spiritual or it sounds really creepy. Exactly. Like, you know? Yeah, right. But, like, yeah, it is like this old tradition, Mm -hmm. traditional rabbi quote, may the dust of your rabbi cover you. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the first thing, be with your rabbi, which is not all that uh, intense or anything outside of the fact you're with them all the time. Right, like, yeah. It's not anything crazy, I yeah. guess is maybe what yeah, it's Yeah, for sure. The second thing you would do is you would learn your rabbi's yoke is what they would call it. Hmm. Um, and, and a yoke was a teaching, like a set of beliefs on how life works. Right. Like um, each rabbi would kind of go, okay, this is the world and how, it, how I see it, and mm. this is how we live in the midst yeah. of this, right? Yeah. We'll come back to that. Yeah. We're, we're going to mm-hmm. hit that in a little bit. For sure. The third thing you would do, so you would be like, you'd be with your rabbi, You'd learn your rabbi's yoke or his teachings, and then you would become like your rabbi, right? Mm-hmm. So if he walked in a certain way, you would walk in that way. Yeah. If he would say water, you would say water, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Maybe I'm doing something right. I Because everybody you are. says I sound like Dan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's just creepy. Yeah. It might just be. You're creepy. doing something right. He's doing something wrong. He's maybe. Saying, maybe. He's saying water, and you're. <laughs> My favorite word that he says is eggle. Yeah. It sounds like. Like a bagel? I thought it was bagel the first time he said it. I thought he was talking about a bagel, and I was like... What's he actually talking about? An eagle. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't get it. This podcast is going to change into uh, how, do, how do we translate Dan's language. <laughs> yeah, right. Into modern day. Oh, but, man. So you would eventually become like your rabbi. You would live and you would train how to live like he lived, right? Yeah. And then lastly, you would continue on your rabbi's work. Mm-hmm. So if you think of it as mm-hmm. a plumber... Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to be a disciple or an apprentice of a plumber, which is what we would have today, like yeah. you would go and you'd spend a couple months, a year. I'm not really sure how long it takes to mm-hmm. be an apprentice of a plumber. Yeah. You, you would learn the way of plumbing. plumbing. I don't know if that's a <laughs> plumbing a verb. Yeah, I, sure. I don't know. You would learn how to plumb. <laughs> you, would, you would learn how That's to plumb. That's not it. <laughs> no. Plumbing is more it. Oh, god! But you would learn the way of plumbing, and, and yeah. I'm sure every plumber has their unique ways of doing mm-hmm. plumbing. Um, yeah, that's a word. Yeah, I think it is. We'll, we'll say it is in the case of this. We'll have somebody text this later <laughs> and be like, you guys are idiots. It's not a word. <laughs> Instead of I keep, think it's a word. Instead of keeping know. Bibles here, we should keep dictionaries. We so should. We, make sure. we yeah. really should. But you would learn. I'm, I'm trying to come back to where we were. So yes. You would learn the way of, of how to plumb. Yep. Uh, there's certain techniques that certain plumbers would do that not all plumbers would do. Right. Right. But you would adopt uh, yeah. probably most of those because that's how you learned it. Mm-hmm. You were with your... your uh, master plumber, yeah. uh, your teacher on how to be a, a plumber, you would be with them for a significant amount of time, so you would learn their way. But eventually, yeah. the job would be, you want to go out and get paid for what you do, and yeah. not just be an apprentice, right? Yeah. And so, uh, eventually, somewhere along the line, the analogy or picture breaks down, because we're always yeah. going to be apprentices of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, at least in this lifetime, we are. Yeah. Like, we, we're just learning the way of Jesus constantly. For sure. And then, but what, but the, the concept of it is that you would mm-hmm. continue on your rabbi's work. Yeah. So we would say, it, know it, live it, and then the give, give it, it away, away. Yeah. is continuing on his For work. For sure. Yeah, it's funny. It makes me think about, I don't know if you've seen those commercials of how it's like the, you know, the, the almost therapist, like helping young people who are becoming like their parents. <laughs> I love Kimmy and I were just watching those really? last night. Dude, I love those commercials. And it's funny because yep. at this point in my life, you know, I'm 21 years old and I can see those things starting to happen to me. It's I mean, scary. I'm naturally like an old man. I'm like 60 year old, 60 year old trapped in this like 20 year old body. You are. And the interesting thing is, like, I think that's 
the fruit of us being, in a way, apprentices of our parents. Like, as a kid, you watch, like, in my instance, like, I watch the way my dad, you know, his work ethic. I watch the way which yeah. he, like, you know, like, I, there's this beautiful picture of me following my dad. He had a little push mower at our first house, and I had a little toy push mower, and I was following right behind him. That's all. Just as a little kid. <laughs> I, I have to find that photo, but it, it's that idea of, like, you follow them every waking moment like mm. I always saw my dad I always saw my mom and now I'm starting to see these things uh, like this idea of continuing on your rabbi's work flip right. side of that I'm becoming like my parents and for my kids one day my grandkids they're going to see me as in a similar light I think similar not exactly the same but a similar light as to how I saw my parents right you know yeah uh, of course there's you know different circumstances depending on homes and things but that's it's like that thing of I, I think of those commercials why are so many people like I'm becoming like my dad well that's what happens when you follow them and you see them every single day and yeah and you and you even admire them and you want to be like them that's awesome if you haven't seen those commercials you oh, gotta go check them out yeah because they're they're hilarious <laughs> they're great but uh, yeah that's so that's so good mm-hmm. so so practically the application is very simple right like as apprentices of jesus our job is to first be with jesus right yeah so like I love, I think this is John Mark Comer who says this. Mm. He says, the goal of being a disciple is to learn to live in a constant awareness of in connection to the spirit of Jesus. Hmm. Right? We say it around here, the practice of the presence of Jesus, which is practice of the presence of God was Brother Lawrence, who was a monk and a dishwasher, and he would wash dishes and go, how do I live in a constant awareness of and connection to Jesus? Like, how can I acknowledge that he's kind of washing dishes there with me in this moment? That's interesting. So there's multiple ways in which we say it, like connecting to the vine. We did that Mm. whole series, abiding in Jesus, making your home in Jesus. Dallas Willard who I would not recommend reading, um, which sounds terrible because I'm going to quote him. He's awesome. He's just, like, way over my head. And yeah. so if you, if you are an academic by nature, <laughs> go read him. Yeah. But he says this quote that, so if you're listening to this at double speed, turn it down for a second because yeah. this, just let these words kind of, like, sit, yeah. sink in, okay? He says this, the first and most basic thing that we can do and must do is keep God before our minds. This is the fundamental secret of caring for our souls. Our practice and thus practicing the presence of God is to direct and redirect our minds constantly to him. In the early time of our practicing, we may well be challenged by our burdensome habits of dwelling on things less than God. So what he's saying there, and I'm kind of interrupting the quote. Yeah. What he's saying there, if you weren't catching it, because it's easier to read it, hmm. um, is when when you first start apprenticeship to Jesus, yeah. what you're going to find is it's way harder to practice the presence of God because of old habits that hmm. you have in your life. And then he goes on to say this, but these habits, they're not the law of gravity, and they can be broken. And new grace-filled habit will replace the former ones as we take intentional steps toward keeping God before us. Soon our minds, I love this, will Mm. return to God as a needle of a compass constantly Mm. returns to the north. Yeah. If God is the great longing of our hearts and our souls, 
He will become the pole star of our inward beings. I love that last mm-hmm. little bit. Like a compass, we constantly, even though it kind of goes off focus for a second, it gets right back to yeah. me. Right. For sure. You know, I, that makes me think, I, I don't know, Ethan, if you can, like, talk to this a little bit. Like, I think about some of the leaders that we have Sunday nights who are listening to this. Yeah. Um, I, I know this from experience even. Like, there can be a sense of, of burnout where we are seeking to follow Christ, reading the word, wanting to pray and be involved, like align our hearts and mind under the will of God. Um, but there can be those moments of like disconnect. Hmm. I think if we're being honest, where it's like, I've kind of, you know, lost sight of like, this has become more of a, of a job even, like showing up on a Sunday night and being a leader yeah. rather than the, I guess, an overflow of my, you know, following Christ. Yeah. I, I don't know. What would you say to like, if somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, I'm struggling with this. That's... So good, and you did not prep me ahead of time for that No, question. I know. This is like kind of <laughs> shooting the gun a little bit. But. I would, yeah. So that's where I think this conversation is so important, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like, over the next f- four episodes or so that we do this, yeah. Um, apprenticeship to G, like, a lot of times we run on an empty tank, mm-hmm. and, and we're, like, next podcast, I already am thinking ahead. I'm yeah. Like, I'm already prepping for that one. Mm. Um, we are always in a constant hurry. Yeah. Right. So our phone, there's everything trying to grab our attention. Right. And we're so easily distracted. We're so easily, uh, there's the tyranny of the urgent mm-hmm. rather than focusing on what's important. Yep. And so what happens is the urgency calls in my life. Mm-hmm. So like people call you, family calls you, um, Things job-wise, maybe you're getting up early, you're doing yeah. work already, mm-hmm. first thing. Rather than, like, one of the things I've started doing, I'm, I'm new to this whole, like, apprenticeship to Jesus a little bit. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I've started doing is I found out the worst way to start my day is looking at my phone. Yeah. Like, that, uh, I think it's, like, 98% of Americans hmm. sleep with their phone right beside them. Mm-hmm. And, like, the worst thing I can imagine, and I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out, probably because I read it in a book somewhere <laughs> that you shouldn't do this, but the worst thing that I can imagine to do is wake up beside my phone hmm. and have a hundred different messages, yeah. checking emails, yeah. seeing the news of what's going on in our world, seeing uh, this person is asking me a question about whatever, and I just realized a lot of that stuff can wait. Mm-hmm. So, like, one of the big, and I'll probably talk to this next time, but, like, one of the big things that uh, has been so helpful to me, and I'm not saying everybody should try this, but, well, yeah, actually try it. Just try it, and if you don't like it, great. Yeah, yeah. But I turned off the notifications on my text messages. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Hmm. How many times do I get a text message throughout my day? Bing! And it's like, I got to answer right now. Yeah. Or I'm thinking about it right now. And it interrupts my train of thought or my apprenticeship to Jesus. Like, it's just Mm. interrupting. There's a constant interruption. Hmm. And so I think of of this, like, I want to kind of answer your question as well as go listen to the next four episodes. For sure, yeah. But being with Jesus, if if you're constantly being interrupted, Mm -hmm. um, you're you're not going to be able to be with Jesus, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, You're not going to be able to enjoy that time. And so... Um, one of the practices, I just started, I wake my phone up late. It usually doesn't get up before 8 o'clock. Uh, I put my phone to bed early. It's 9 o'clock. It goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I tuck it in. It's great. Yeah. I love it. It doesn't sleep beside me. No. Um, and there's so much less anxiety. Like, yeah. 
and, and I'm not a real anxious person, I don't feel like, but there's a mm. constant angst in me when I'm worried about my phone, yeah. right? And when I think about, uh, so, so one of the ways I do it is there's certain, I have my calendar is the only thing that gives me notifications now. Mm. And so uh, my first one's at 8 o'clock to check my text messages. Next one's at noon. Yeah. And the next one's at that is like 4. So mm-hmm. in case you're texting me, and then there's another one I think at 6 or 7. Yeah. And so in case you're texting me, you'll know when I'll answer. It's yeah. It's going to be one of those times. Yeah. But I determine when I answer. Now, I'm, I get there's some things that are urgent. Yeah. I still get phone calls. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But uh, that's one thing I found that helps me spend time with mm-hmm. Jesus even throughout my day. Mm-hmm. Um, my mornings are so good, uh, which I don't get up every morning early, but if if you can find a rhythm, yeah, whatever works for you, that mm-hmm. builds a connection and relationship. And then you come to young adults and you're like, man, I just want to give. Mm-hmm. Like there's an overflow of it. Yeah. But what happens is I think we're just exhausted. Yeah, for sure. We're exhausted. Yeah. Well, I think that's good. I think that's good as almost like a little bit of a, a advertisement for the next couple episodes yeah. of like what we'll walk through and talk about. So that's there, great, man. There's also like I love – actually, I'm just thinking of where we're going. And maybe you were trying to direct the conversation. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but the second thing is learning the teachings of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I love Matthew, Matthew 11. This this yeah. kind of was a theme verse for me last year, mm-hmm. uh, even running into this year. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, mm. and I will give you rest. Yeah. Take my yoke, my teaching, right, mm-hmm. upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke, my teaching is easy, and my burden is light. Like, that is so good. Yeah. And it sounds so awesome. Yeah. And yet none of us believe it. Yeah. Like, I'll just be honest with you. Like, you hear that, and that's like, wow, that's some kind of utopia that we're so far from. Mm -hmm. And yet Jesus was like, there's there's a life that you can live that's easy. Mm -hmm. And uh, so often we don't tap into it. And I Mm -hmm. think... I think the reason, Garrett, is because we look at Jesus as our Savior, mm. and He is, mm-hmm. but we forget to see Him as our teacher. Yeah. Right? So, like, you look at the lifestyle of Jesus, always busy, mm-hmm. never hurried. Yeah. Always in the middle of the most stressful situations. Mm-hmm. He was never stressed. Right? Yeah. There's a peace and a security mm. to Him as soon as He walked into a situation that was just calm. Yeah. Right? Relaxed. Yeah. I think that's huge, especially, like, I think about, um, I know we got time and stuff, but I just, like, as you're saying that, it's making me think of a person that I'm close with who is showing me, you know, uh, this one person said X and Y or Z over, you know, Twitter, and um, Fox News had written an article about, like, and they were a Christian, like, you know, celebrity, and they were talking about how you should view politics through, like, a Christian lens. If you're a Christian based off this Christian celebrity tweeted about this, hmm. and they were like, isn't this really good? And I, I knew what they were saying and mm-hmm. their, their heart behind it. But in my mind, in my heart, I was thinking, oh, gosh, if you are getting your views on how you should see the world and if you're teaching about how Jesus would handle some different, you know, like political things going on, which is hot right now, mm-hmm. through um, one single news source or a celebrity tweeting something, I'd be very frightened. If you're yeah. teaching, if you're, if you're not getting your teaching and your, uh, your peace from Christ— 
you're going to be led astray. Like from, we have the direct source. Like I, I'm holding my Bible in my hand. You guys can't see it, mm-hmm. but like this, if you say you're learning from Jesus, but you're not reading His Word, you're not learning from Jesus flat yeah. out. I was gonna, you know, try to soften it. You're just not. If, yeah. you're, if you're if you're getting it from other like third party sources, you're wasting the opportunity to learn directly from him and his words and his teaching. And if you're still anxious and like, but I I, I feel like I'm studying Jesus. Spend time in his word. Yeah, like you have the direct source, and if you're getting it from elsewhere, it's it's not the same. Yeah, it really is not. I think you're so right. Like we're people of Facebook rather than the Bible. Yeah, I heard. I think Dan sent us an article like that, uh, or maybe it was just to me. He sent me an article. I'm like, wow, we're we're so much rather go on social media and see all these different teachings, right? Yeah. And ways of looking at life, but when we look at the teachings of Jesus, we're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I'll read my Bible or I'll have somebody else read it to me. Yeah. Occasionally or maybe mm-hmm. once a week, and it's like, well, who's who are you really apprenticing? Are you apprenticing mm-hmm. Fox News, CNN, yeah. Facebook, Instagram? Or are you an apprentice of Jesus? Right. Like, mm-hmm. If I'm following Jesus and learning his way, I should probably spend a significant amount of time with yeah. Jesus. Probably, and we laugh, uh, Aaron and I do at this, but I would say you should probably spend a significant amount of time reading through the Gospels yeah. over and over and over again. Like, yeah. Just soaking in the ways, the patterns of Jesus. And mm-hmm. I've not always thought that, um, but you should probably read it. I, I don't know if there's a certain math, but I would probably recommend like double the amount you read any other book in the Bible. Oh, like, 100%. I would agree. Yeah. We have to be better at learning learning the way of Jesus. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then the third thing, we become like Jesus, right? And mm-hmm. we kind of hit that within the, his teaching. One yeah. who's, who's not hurry. He's not wrecked by lust and greed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hate other people, but he's always thinking of others. He's mm. peace-filled. Mm. He's loving. One whose thoughts are always full on God. He's, yeah. he's slow. Mm-hmm. He's patient. He's calm. Learning learning the way, becoming like Jesus, right? Yeah. And then the last thing is carrying out Jesus' kingdom vision, so mm. eventually doing what Jesus did, right? And I think of ten things that Jesus did, and... Um, I think these are these are good. This might not be an exhaustive list, but mm-hmm. it's pretty close. But he he did ten things. He one preached the gospel, two teach the Bible, three healed the sick, four cast out demons, five he was focused in prayer, mm-hmm. six prophecy. He was all about social justice, right? And that's a hot topic button word, like yeah. That were like, really? Jesus was about that? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was focused on eating and drinking with people that were far from God. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine, he was always fighting uh, religious hypocrisy, um, which is fascinating. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus um, fought a lot more times with conservative thinking than he did maybe with liberal thinking, right? So he always hung around the sinners, loved uh, people that were hard to love or mm-hmm. maybe that were a little bit out there in their thinking and would always uh, accuse and struggle with the religious, right? Mm-hmm. The people who were stuck in their way of thought, even the ones that, Je- like Jesus grew up Jewish mm-hmm. and he was challenging Jewish beliefs. That's fascinating to yeah. me. Like it wasn't the one- people that were like, oh, so, like, I think of wherever you grow up mm. in, whatever context you grew up in, mm. um, Ohio is kind of one of those 
up and down, right? <laughs> yeah. Politically, things are crazy. But, like, Jesus was always fighting against the people who thought they knew this is the only way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he was always fighting against pride. That's fascinating. Yeah. And then the tenth one, he, he was speaking truth to uh, people in power. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Eventually, yeah. these 10 things are going to be things that we kind of adopt and learn how to do, right? Yeah. Now, some of them, um, are, I don't know if they're necessarily what we'll do. Like healing the sick, that might look a little different. Yeah. Um, but prayer, prophecy, like some of those things are things that we need to be passionate about. What would it mm. look like for me to eat and drink with people who are far from God? Right. right. Like that's yeah. the most basic one he did the most. So those are the four things. Be with Jesus, learn his teaching, mm. become like Jesus, and then carry out Jesus' kingdom vision. Yeah, that's incredible, man. That's the conversation. Yeah. We were going to go other places today, but uh, it looks like we're kind of... Garrett got talking and killed our time. All, all good. No. <laughs> Garrett did not. I probably got talking way too much. <laughs> but here's... here's um, maybe we'll close with this, Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the invitation this year, 2021, uh, I just want to give it from Jesus' perspective. I love how the message says it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Matthew 11. We'll just read it again, but mm-hmm. it, in the message translation. He says this, Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion and doing young adult group every Sunday night? <laughs> Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. And watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm -hmm. And I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company. I love that. Mm -hmm. With me. And you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So I'm just... Mm -hmm. I'm opening up the invitation this year to become an apprentice of Jesus... I didn't open it up. Jesus did. Yeah. But I'm just reminding us, hopefully, that as you're leading, you're 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 just connected to the vine. That's the most, the best thing. I think we talked about this kind of in the fall when we all yeah. got together. Is the best thing that you can bring to the table is just a flourishing, abiding relationship in Jesus. And I know, like, uh, I'm not superhuman. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, I live my life. There's moments. There's weeks. There's days. There's months. Uh, even where I'm far, it feels like I'm distant from God. Yeah. Um, but the best thing that I can do, the best thing that you guys can do as leaders, mm. is be in constant awareness of, in connection to the Spirit of Jesus. Yeah. So, that's powerful stuff, brother. And it's, it's all true. That's it, man. I love it. So I can't wait for uh, leading beside you guys as we journey through the the gospel series. Uh, We've had a lot of good conversations, mm. lots of fun with it, and we'll, we'll keep doing that together, okay? Mm. Love you guys and, and appreciate your investment.